0: this is Stephanie March. Good morning. It's Stephanie Hansen. Welcome to the Weekly Dish on My Talk 107. One. We are here to talk all things festive and food and fun in your festivist holiday season. Today. This is our
1: last show before the official festivist. Yes. We always kind of just do the um, number and we don't really do the value. We probably should. I I was trying to cut <laughs> back this year and it didn't work. Next year I'm going to change it again though. I,
0: I think you guys should do the lottery. I think you should just say one present. We, Try it.
1: I want to do that Um, something to read, something you need, and something you want. Okay. Or I'm going to maybe change it to something to read, something to experience, and something you need. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway. Yeah. That's what's happening at our house. Right. And finally... I, can I just? I want to do a man rant. Can oh, I do a man, man rant? I
0: wish we had an opener cue for that. We just we don't. Hope I don't know. Okay, and man, ladies, rant. this is dun, for dun, you. Dun, 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 dun. And
1: I know that men. I know you're out there, and I know some of you are doing your best. And I know you just don't think like we do, and that's not your fault. <laughs> but here's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> For most people, right about now this is already really good. Monthly holiday, the month of between Thanksgiving and Christmas is feeling like a full-time job. You have your full-time job, you have your life with your family, you have your work life. Christmas is not meant to be the third full-time job for the women in the home. Okay. Ah. Things like wrapping the gifts. What do you do? You think that Santa and his elves just show up and drop all those gifts in the home that need wrapping by whom? When we have purchased the gifts for the entire family, including your mother, your family, oh, your all of that. This is
0: where this comes down.
1: Yeah, you might want to offer to do a little bit of wrapping. You might want to offer to do some other chore, like I don't know. We have a few meals to prepare,
0: the grocery shopping. <laughs>
1: How about going to the liquor store? That was a $500
0: event. That's a that's a nice idea. Uh, but can you send him? I mean, like, are you sitting here saying that you want him to just come up with it? Or is this like where you say, it's a hey? a little bit of both. Okay,
1: I realize that for a lot of you men, that you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. And I will say what a lot of men do, and this is appreciated, is they take care of the kids or give the mom time alone so that she can do the things that she needs to do and they take on the burden of the kids. Okay, But like that's her life every day that you've done that once isn't like her gift for the holiday season. If you're going to do that, then how about you take another day to take her out and maybe like go to dinner together or have a nice quiet holiday cocktail somewhere. I just don't think on a whole on the whole that the dudes are getting that this has been a full time job for an entire month. All right. Going to your holiday party Shopping for an outfit to wear to your holiday party. Buying the wrapping supplies. Like, Does anyone else think about tape but the mom? No, they don't. Does anyone else wonder when there's no gift cards because you've used them all on my gifts and I go to assemble your gift and you get a sticky note? Because there are no more holiday tags because you didn't run out okay I'm assuming this is not about your husband because half of the stuff doesn't apply to no, you it's partly my husband it's for sure partly my sister's husband uh, it's my sister's work wife's husband it is just okay. husbandry so you've in general just, you've
0: just had a sort of a thing Speaking, I'll just sit over here, superiorly, with my. I don't have a husband, so I do it all, no matter what. And there's no one to think of tape anyway. I'm just gonna laugh at you for even having to deal with that. But, to deal with
1: thinking about tape.
0: Yeah, I, there's no. If I don't think of tape, tape doesn't even. I mean, it doesn't exist. There's but no wouldn't part.
1: you like if if I have bought all the gifts for everyone in our entire family, and I'm I'm doing
0: the list, I'm doing
1: all the stuff Here's, for all the families. Like, why you, is that
0: my job? Can I tell you a little thing that our friend Julia told me a long time ago?: Yes. She says, "Honey." <laughs> and she talks and like that's Karen, exactly she talks, how she says she talks it like too. Karen Walker Honey. in my life too. She <laughs> goes, "Honey, um, if you're going to set yourself up with expectations like that, you're just going to be disappointed. You just need to tell him what to do, and then ask him to do it." And I said... You're absolutely right. <laughs> this was before when I was married. And I do agree that that was, you know, I think that there's in my mind, if I approach it and I'm you are free for your rant and Cubby is free for her rant and all that good stuff. <laughs> we I'm probably shouldn't saying, have said her name. Yeah, you're right. Well, come on. <laughs> We've said it a million times. But what I'm saying is that I always thought it was about like approaching the holidays like a team. And it was like, OK, this is the teamwork. And maybe because we had multiple kids when I did when I was married and there was, you know, six people trying to make things happen. It was like, OK, team. Team, what are we going to do? You do this. I do this. You do this. I do this. You do this. I do this. Yes. It was a team aspect because I couldn't have get there's no way I could have done it all.
1: And I think even though I did. I mean, <laughs> I'm probably I don't know. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. If you feel like you're in on my holiday rant, oh my, my husband is pretty much for the most part a saint. I mean, he's a saint. But if he's not operating on all
0: cylinders and things are just showing up, he was like, can I mention that this may also be a good reason to dial back on the gifts? Perhaps Probably. like taking this. What if you did the lottery? He had the
1: audacity, Stephanie, <laughs> to tell me where to buy the meat for the meatballs.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, that's a well. But isn't that a team thing? Or you're saying you want him to go just get the meat? I ended up. The lady
1: who normally makes the meatballs had a stroke. So we needed to reassign who's making the meatballs. Yes. And I was like, I'll I'll gladly make them. But then I started writing my list of groceries. And by the way, when you go to the grocery store this time of year... They are sold out of all the things that yeah. like
0: all of the Minnesotans eat. That's one of the things I was going to make sure to say during the feast portion of the show. Like, if you want cream cheese, good luck. Well, there's still two, there's still three for five at Lunds and
1: Barley's right now. Okay, good. I, I felt like every cart that I passed had all the same things in it sour cream. I went to reach for butter and I kind of cut a woman off because we kind of went for the butter at the same time. And she looked at me and she goes, You need more butter, don't you? I'm like, Yeah, how about you? She goes, how many packs? I'm like three. She goes, ooh, I'm only doing two. <laughs> how many were there left? It was just like oh, uh, there's apocalypse enough. of butter. Oh, like the yeah. Parmesan cheese gone. Yeah, the cheese aisle. Like it looked like well, someone had decimated it. And there are some tips
0: with this on how to shop smartly for this. Yeah, so we're gonna have a fun show today. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully you've poured yourself a cocktail because it's nine oh nine, and maybe that's the way you're gonna get through this. I will tell you that I have a friend, actually our Molly Herman. She had a very she has a tradition in which she there's a day that she gets to wrap the gifts. And for her it's getting to wrap the gifts because then she does she sits in her house, she takes the day off, she wraps the gifts, she has love actually on the TV. Yeah. She's got a gin and tonic. She's got it's part of that whole like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. But the husband may take the kid out, you know, that's kind of the the idea. Yep. I did watch White Christmas. Did you?
1: Yes. Or Holiday Inn. I watched them both. Yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. It was good. There's a lady in there, and it's not Rosemary Clooney, who's George Clooney's um, aunt, by the way. Yeah. I don't remember what her name is, and she was a famous dancer.
0: Her waist, Stephanie. Oh, yeah. Oh, White Christmas, you mean? She looks like a cricket.
1: Yeah. It makes me feel... Like... We've watched it every year. I'm having heart palpitations because I feel like she's going to drop dead of a stroke because no, she...
0: that's just one powerful woman. Oh, Like, that's th- just her natural... I mean, that was, you know... Oh. If you look, looked at her legs, they're You crazy. know, just... I don't yeah. know if
1: you can hear that. That's my sister calling. Oh,
0: is she mad at me because I said her name? <laughs> no, Tell her I'm she's sorry. She's probably she is.
1: forgot that I'm doing a radio show, but well, I also work during this holiday season. I know.
0: That's the other thing. Well, we're hoping that you guys are literally having a good time. There's a lot of stores that are still open. I'm going to give you one tip right now that good, I'm going to give you later. Good, because i having
1: a good time. I'm just complaining. You're just complaining.
0: There is, and then maybe this is a tip you want to pass on to your... Specific someone else, but uh, if you go to the last call holiday market at the food building today, lots of local makers, lots of food, lots of things. They have a gift wrapping station that is fully stocked that you can use for free. So it can happen right there oh that's nice isn't that
1: smart yeah stocking stuffers too are the best get food stocking stuffers that's my favorite thing
0: but I mean just like but I mean there's more than food there there's jewelry there's leather arts they've got a whole bunch of stuff so you can get your thing and then wrap it right there so that when you go home nobody rips you a new one (laughs) if you will (laughs) Uh, one other last little holiday market, the one at Brits is happening today, too. Okay, you and guys, s- we
1: have so many good holiday little tidbits today.
0: Yeah, and I just want to make sure that you understand you can get a hot toddy and walk around and shop, and that's an important thing, too. I, I always forget what the toddy is, the whiskey? Yeah, just a, like okay. a hot whiskey, like a little like a like butterscotchy drink. Well, there's buttered rum and that's different. A hot toddy is usually like a, you know, like a whiskey with a little lemon and Yum. and sometimes some stuff. So there you go. All right. All right, you guys, we have a great show. We really really we do. do. We are going to talk a lot about the Christmas feast. We're going to talk about brunch. We're going to talk about what your best food memories are. We're going to kind of run down the list of the things you would bring to a party from last week because there's some great stuff there that we wanted to kind of cover. And we've got more just fun things to do this weekend. Six five
1: one six four one one zero seven one two. We'll take your calls at the end of this hour, but if you're compelled to call about something <laughs> else during the hour, we'll probably take your call because we're feeling chatty today. Just let us know if it's today. a
0: rant. Just let us know if ahead yeah. of time if I it's going to Stephanie, be a rant.
1: I have a man rant. Just a warning. Right. I just <laughs> want
0: to make sure that we're easing into them. <laughs> we'll be right back. This is the weekly dish brought to you by Red Cow and Red Rabbit.
2: Do you need a PPC for your AC ASAP? Say that five times fast. That's a peak performance check for your air conditioner to make sure it's handling this summer heat. At Aquarius Home Services, we know your AC has been working really hard. It's been a hot summer with more hot days yet to come. For only $29, get a peak performance check and get the most from your AC this summer. Stay cool and worry-free with a $29 PPC on your AC. We're just a click away at AquariusHomeServices.com. Hey,
0: everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Happy holidays as we are coming into this big holiday weekend right before the big feast. Yes, everybody's
1: feeling either full of joy, excitement. Yes, Dread. Dread. There's all kinds of feelings that happen today. I'm going to the, um, the trashy little Christmas tonight at Lee's Liquor Lounge with oh, Trailer Trash. Oh, Trailer Trash. And they have this thing called the Jingle Stick. And so on what my Facebook, that? it's very fun, Stephanie. It's a dowel yeah? that's decorated like a candy cane, and there's jingle bells on it.
0: It's like a spirit stick.
1: Yeah, and like, I don't know, drunk people. Men and women, sometimes women in small outfits and Santa hats, mm-hmm. grab onto the jingle stick and you kinda pound it and then it makes the jingle bells, right? Yeah. But some people maybe haven't um been with another person of the opposite sex in some time. So that jingle stick takes on a life no, no, of no, its own. That's
0: fine. <laughs> it's
1: a very, very interesting. Well at a place
0: called you know, a trashy Christmas. I suppose that's supposed to be what happened. It's that's pretty funny. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. someone was like, What's a jingle stick? I'm like, Oh, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. I, don't, I think that could happen one time. And then whoever picks up the jingle stick after that should wash their hands. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Maybe pass it on with a little no, antibacterial. It's, just, it's funny.
1: That's kind of good. And uh, yeah, you get a group of women together in Santa hats with a jingle stick and a trashy little Christmas music. And it's. All bets are off. Good
0: morning. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All bets are off. <laughs> That's awesome. All bets. Well, we're kind of thinking about uh, more than just, you know, partying out and everything else and trailer trashing, but we're I, a lot of people are thinking, looking forward and about the feast, right? Yes. And a lot of people, I will tell you, I went to, uh, I did have a segment on Fox 9 yesterday, in which I talked about restaurants that are open, yeah, and I'm going to give you just one that I think is a really great idea right now on Christmas Eve. If you are stymied for where to, what to cook, or everything else, and you're still thinking, "Oh God, what am I going to do?" Christmas Eve, there's a buffet at 9:25 in Wyzetta. Oh, it's nice. in the hotel landing. It's um, Lenny Russo's a chef, and you guys, there is what's sounding to be like a really decadent, gorgeous Christmas Eve. A Great Northern Christmas Eve buffet. And they're going to have, uh, you know, they're going to have Christmas goose and they're going to have ham. They're going to have venison. They're going to do pheasant pot pies, Yum. you know, dauphinois potatoes. I mean, all these beautiful. I've m- never heard that word said out loud. Really? I've read it. I w- what would you want to say it? How would you say it?
1: I don't know, but you just made it sound so elegant. Dauphinoise. Dauphinoise. We make the uh, Johansson's Temptation potato. Oh, potatoes. yeah.
0: Or the Hasselback. <laughs> God love the Hasselbecks. With the anchovies oh. inside the cream. Yeah. Well, but this, so this buffet is, and I just want to say it's like 55 bucks for adults, 25 for your kids who are over the age of five, but then under five are free. But I mean...
1: Can I tell you a story? Yeah. This is just going to be a weird show. I can not tell. Yeah, by the way, this is going to go off the rails But here's a funny story. So when I was sailing with Kurt and Ellie, and she was probably about seven, we were at this island that had this very exclusive resort. And Kurt had made these reservations for the buffet for Christmas Eve. Yeah. So we're all excited. We have to get in a dinghy and it's super wavy that night. So we have our dresses on and we are in a dinghy and we are getting wet as we're dinghying over to where the dock is where we're supposed to go to this fancy buffet. Yeah. And it's feeling a little um, edgy because there's big rocks and big waves. OK, so getting to this resort in this like storm to eat our Christmas Eve meal was a little harrowing. Wow. So we get there, we climb out of the dinghy, we try to like walk around to dry off our outfits a little bit. Yeah. We go to the gift store. We buy an ornament and uh, we go to the big, fancy Christmas Eve brunch and it has like goose. It's British people, right? So yeah. there's goose and there's puddings, puddings and all kinds of stuff. Yes. And we're the only people there that don't have like a nanny for our child. <laughs> so that's <laughs> Wait, your how first old is tip. She? She's like six. Okay. That's our first tip. Like, huh, this is interesting. And the resort is beautiful. They have like um, all these Christmas decorations. It's it's very lovely but it's not like the loveliest I've ever seen. Right. And it's tasty. We get to where it's like time to get the bill. Kurtz I think had like two beers. I've had two glasses of champagne and Ellie had a Coke and we all ate. It's seven (laughs) hundred and fifty dollars. It's two hundred and fifty dollars a person. We didn't even think to ask. You did not No, and oh my god, we're just like. I mean, it was like a third of the cost of the vacation was this one meal, this
0: one buffet. So we say to Ellie,
1: we give her a um, we give her a cloth napkin, and we're like, okay, go to the buffet (laughs) and put as many desserts in that napkin as you can.
0: I need you to get seven hundred and fifty dollars worth of desserts. That's right. Right now,
1: go. And she's like, as many as I want. We're like, yes, it can be piling over as long as they fit into the napkin. Because we've got to get it into the boat, right? So we then go back in the boat. The desserts get all full of water because there's total waves again. And we risk our lives to get back to the boat. But that was our big. Wow. We still talk about. Ellie's like, Mom, remember when we went to that brunch (laughs) or that buffet at Christmas Eve? Holy moly. Yeah, $750. Oh, God, I love that. That so fifty five so dollars for what you've just described, you've just seems, described like seems heaven.
0: Like great, I think that sounds about right. Um, if you are thinking about doing a roast, you guys like exactly what Hanson said at the top of the show. You want to be calling or th- you know calling places to find out that they have it. You feel free to call your local grocery store and reserve one. Most of those meat departments will hold one for you or cut you a fresh one or do whatever. But you need to get. You need to talk to someone. The fact that last weekend or a couple of weekends ago when I did the lamb for uh, the Alley's Hanukkah yep. thing, that was a thing where I walked into my local place. And I was like, wait, you don't have a leg of lamb. <laughs> like What? And they're like, no, we don't sell those here a lot. I was like, oh, yeah, right. OK. So then I you know, went and I called Mac and Thunes, of course. But I mean, the thing is, is like if you're going to th- plan for a roast, a bigger one. Like plan ahead. I also know that I think the standing rib roast at or the uh, the ribeye roast, which yep. is what I think I'm going to do. You know, the big prime beef, rib. Prime yep. rib. We're doing that, too. I think the ones at Lowry Hill Meats are, are gone already. I think those have all been reserved. So that's my point is like that surprised me. I was like, oh, I was just going to call them on Sunday and see if they had one. If you're desperate and I don't say
1: desperate because I don't love to shop at like big box stores. But I will tell you, there are a lot of roasts at Sam's Club, and the meat is pretty good.
0: Is it? Yeah. I don't know about that. I mean, I don't know Sam's Club. I know Costco has a better, has a good, you know, program. Yeah, they
1: do, and so that's good. I buy lamb there too. They have legs, and the butchers do a good job. Those big box stores will cut things for you, and yeah, they do. Give you I mean butcher they're butchering in the back. If you, ask. you can yep. usually see
0: it. I, have, you know, what's funny is I am a member of Costco, and I haven't been in like two years. I mean, I think I've still paid my membership. I've never I been in Costco. I like that. I mean, I when I had, you know, when we were the six pack, that was great. Um, I will say there's a lot of, there are a lot of roasts when I walk into the Lunds and Barley's. I yep. see them there. Kowalski's. Hams, tons also. of hams. Yeah. Ham is crazy big right now. Yeah. Ham. I feel like both Bon Appetit and uh, Food and Wine both did a, a, like a ham 101 guide. Are you,
1: so, okay, your big proteins for this Christmas season are?
0: Me? Yeah. Well, I, th- I just think for me, it's going to be the prime rib. So pri- we're doing
1: prime rib. Yeah. I have a 12 pound beef filet. Yeah. I have ham and I have Swedish meatballs. How many people are you cooking for? Like anywhere from 10 to 16.
0: Okay. That's still a but, lot. Yeah. I mean, if you we think got about through like all the proteins we,
1: get, we and they were like, what about turkey? I'm like, no, we just had that.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, but I think about it. You usually feed one table of 15 people with one turkey. So yeah. Like you're kind of. We're
1: really hitting on all of the big proteins. Yeah. And then I think New Year's Eve, Kurt and I are going to do lobster or
0: something. Yeah. We said that I, mean, I do. There's there's a thing about um, a couple people mentioned that they were doing quail a couple people are doing like some it. really interesting birds. Um, quail, I know that there is somebody else doing a stuffed pheasant. Oh, cool. And that was something that they were achieving on their own. They were just going to do it. I'd Cody Matz from Fox Knife. I Maybe think he's doing that. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a like thing for New Year's Eve. You could even do like a kind of bird. Yeah, do like a A duck. Yeah. Well, and so duck was the one that I was thinking that if I was going to try to do something sort of fancy, duck is a great one to do
1: and delicious. And duck
0: is one of those ones you want to source from a place. You want to go to, you want to call your butchers and you want to find out. You know if they have them where they get them, and you know Clancy's meat in mm-hmm. um in the Linen Hills is a great place for that. St. Paul meat
1: too. Yep. Uh, this is uh, the Friends Forty Four guys. I went in there yesterday, Stephanie. Yeah. Four women butchers. Yeah. Were and I yeah. I said out loud, I go not to be sexist
0: here, but to walk into a meat market and have four women butchers is amazing. Yeah. No, they're they're great there. There's uh they've got and they are doing they have in fact last Christmas no two. Last Easter is when I got that big, giant lamb shoulder from them that they had butchered. They do a
1: great job. They do
0: a great job. I really, really love that. Um, And then I wanted to say that there's something else that you're kind of maybe not thinking about. That is a really easy way. If you have run out of proteins and you're kind of, you're feeling like you don't. You're lasagna bound. Yeah, I'm going to say this. No, I I mean, not, I mean, not traditional proteins. What I'm going to say is that there's a, a salt doing the fish, the whole fish. Doing the salt crusted cooking of that fish is a no fail way to cook fish, so that you don't. A lot of people don't want to do fish because they're like, "I'm going to overcook it. It's going to be weird. It's not going to work." It's hard
1: to, yeah, for do it for a big crowd.
0: But it isn't if you get an entire whole fish and you do the salt crusted cooking, where you basically mix it all. And I'm going to put the recipe up on the on the Facebook page because all you basically have to do is take a whole thing of box of kosher salt and mix it up with like I think it's baking powder and water, and you make this thing that like you a make paste. a you make it like a slurry like a Sand pit. Mm-hmm. You put the fish in the whole fish, head to tail, slit, you know, and then take and then take all the stuff out, the insides, which your fishmonger can do for you. You don't have to do it. You stuff it with herbs. You put it in there, then you cover it in a dome, and then you put it in the oven, and it bakes and it seals all the moisture in. So
1: when you serve that, do you just crack the top open and yes. do you put the whole? Platter on the table and then people sort of pull hunks off the top.
0: Yeah. So we, what we do is we crack the top and so you insert and then you kind of crumble it aside. You can either then pull the whole fish out or you can just flip it open mm-hmm. and then have people just kind of pull from the forks yeah. from inside. Yum. And it's kind of dramatic and beautiful, but it it works really well.
1: I had a fish like that in Croatia and I've never stopped thinking about it.
0: Yeah, I know. It is so easy. So that's why I want to say if you're if you've if you can't get your ham, you, you're past your beef, you don't really want to deal with little birds. Think about fish. Not a bad idea. All right, we're going to take a quick break, you guys. we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about what you can bring to parties, maybe some of the appetizer trends, all that kind of fun stuff. We'll be right back. This is The Weekly Dish.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Weekly Dish. This is our high holiday of holiday shows. We are very excited to have you with us today as you are out and about getting your last-minute errands done. Um... I was saying earlier, I went to uh, I, I grocery shop all over the place, but when I'm doing a big shop, I try to go um, somewhere like a high vee or a Cub or somewhere that I usually go to the suburbs. I don't know. I go to Egan after I go to the gym. And yesterday it was just fantastic. The complete mayhem happening at the grocery store. And I had to like. Kind of calm myself down a couple times so that I could, because I really like the grocery store and I want to enjoy the experience, even though I can't get through any aisle with my actual cart. Yeah. Um, just like load six clamshells of Revel Greens fills my heart with love.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know, right?
1: (laughs) And um, just standing there and trying to pick through uh, the pomegranate so I can get the best pomegranate seeds. And the lady next to me saying, you know, they have the seeds right over there. All are already done for you. Yeah,
2: I've been
0: that. That trick is hot on my list. (laughs) P.S. Only going to ever buy the palm seeds now. You know,
1: and it's funny. One time I met the couple that owns palm. Yeah. Palm Wonderful. Like the lady that marketed it. They had a pomegranate farm. She had heard about that. These were life changing superfoods. And then she developed this whole marketing campaign. I mean, she has made oh, a good million dollars.
0: P.S. If you do, if they're out of the palm seeds and you do need pomegranate seeds and you buy a pomegranate, remember the trick is to clean is to cut it in half and open it underwater. Like get the seeds out underwater so that it doesn't splash and stain you. And so because oh. they, f- they float. Okay, I did not know this. Yeah, so underwater, just get a giant bowl, get your hat pomegranate under there, and just scrape it out with your hands underwater, and then you won't have any of the breakage and the craziness, and it won't be staining. Okay,
1: this is I. The That's other way tip. you do it, you cut it in half, and then kind of quarter it, and then you bang on it with a wooden spoon. But and that seeds still fall seems out. to get them
0: everywhere. Yeah, for me. they do for yeah, sure. So I was I learned that trick. I don't know why. One Someone other little me. tipsy here
1: since we're giving tipsy. tips. Um, I was with the Pam Paul, the salad girl, and she was making a delicious, it was arugula, Parmesan shreds, and clementines. And she had peeled all the clementines, but they have all that like white pith and they're kind of white looking. So she peels them under cold water and then she rubs off all of that, like and it white. comes off. Yeah, it still comes. It off. does.
0: It has not. That is not. Trick has not worked for me. Okay, because she had like an, I mean, a
1: giant, beautiful bu- bucket of all of these organic clementines it, that she maybe peeled that herself would be and taken all the stuff off. Maybe
0: my clementines weren't, you know. I don't know if organic makes a difference I don't in that know or either. not, but I've tried that like, My oh. hands are like ice cold and I'm still just like peeling little bits of white pith. And I'm okay. Like, anyway. That's because I'm making this salad
1: and I'm going to try it. Okay, so if I end up not having the success that Pam Paul did, I'm going to be mad at
0: her. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to get a rant. You're um, going to get a rant. <laughs> the other thing about your
1: pomegranate seeds, I will say too, is if you buy them prepackaged and you get them in those little cups, yeah, save that juice and make salad dressing out of the juice. Yeah. So you just use that juice drink with olive oil, yes, <laughs> salt, pepper, maybe a little mustard to make an emulsion if you want to. Um, Good. A l- little juice.
0: I like that. Okay. Hey, let me just quickly tell you that it seems yeah. to me that everybody is talking, both magazines and, you know, kind of other places, are all about the appetizer or the party gift or the thing as potato chips. Instead huh. of Christini. They're saying, and of course, this is, they're also, of course, the magazines are all saying buy the, you know, make them yourself so that they're a little thicker, but treating them like a Christini, like taking a big potato chip and topping it with like a little bit of white fish, smoked white fish, or a little bit of like a I little this bit of, you know, and one of the things I used to always do with chips is layer them, the kettles with blue cheese, and oh, your remember, special and then I throw chicken, the hot sauce, yes,
1: buffalo chicken
0: yeah, dip. Yeah, but no chicken. I, no, I don't do dip. Mine you is just do the literally blue cheese. potato chips with blue cheese, a little bit of creme fraiche, buffalo sauce, and green onions. That's what I always top it with. But this is the thing is about the chip is, is that it's gluten free. So a lot of people who are look who make crostinis oh, and yeah. things like they're always looking for chips instead of crackers, and so this just takes it right out of the equation.
1: Except you have to get like the good chips, right? Well, you can't this is, they're the saying ones... you
0: can make them yourself and have these huge sure. chips. And I'm like, and yeah, I'm going to fry <laughs> or... those right up. <laughs> but yeah, okay. you do need the bigger, thicker, better chips. So a while, like a
1: week ago, we posted a question about weekly dishers. What are you bringing to a party? And a lot of times when we post these, it happens in the morning and then we do the show. So we get sort of to the answers at the end. I happened to pull this one up and I was like really reading it and reading what people wrote. And I was so touched. I wanted to just share some of the good ones with you. Okay. All right. So um, the question that was asked was, good morning, dishers. What are your best dishes to bring to a party? Uh, Bob was very clever and said my wife. Nine (laughs) people liked that. That was our most responded to. Um, Jello shots, which I thought was hilarious. Have you ever brought Jello shots to a party? Of course I have.
0: For real? Oh god, yes. I've never even made them. What? No. I'm not a I don't think I'm a jello shot person. I mean, I'm not saying that I was anywhere above the age of twenty-seven, but I mean okay. we we used to host epic parties and my friend Karen Johnson Wald was the queen of the jello shots. There were times when our entire fridge was just packed with jello shots That's and hilarious. no food.
1: Okay. I wanna turn my nose up at this next question or this next response, but Sue, you had me at Velveeta. Velveeta cheese dip with hamburger, sausage, cream, mushroom soup, salsa, and other ingredients. Have you ever had that? Wait, say it again. It's Velveeta, sausage, cream, and mushroom soup, salsa. It's well, like the Rotel thing, kind of. Except, um, so there's Rotel with just the Velveeta and yeah. the Rotel. Yeah. This has more sausagey, and you eat it with Fritos. It's yeah. delicious.
0: It sounds like a yeah. Somebody some yeah. I mean, some people call it. I think the kids in my family from their other side they call it boy dip or something like that, but. I think that I, okay, so let me just say I'm not against, you know, these kind of things. Obviously, we we all know I'm pickle dipping like a mad woman right now. (laughs) But my point is, is I had a whole bunch of Velveeta dip the other day at our office party. And I, and I was like, I get excited for it. Like, I really want it to be so...
1: Better than it is. Yes,
0: and I'm so... <laughs> and I think, I wonder, is it me? Did I change? And I'm, I'm sure that's it. But like, Maybe it I changed. made myself a massive plate of Velveeta and Rotel and chips. And then I cut some peppers on it. And halfway through, I was like, this just isn't even delivering that like salty yeah. bad cheese thing that I want. It just wasn't even there.
1: I don't know. We uh, we need to... You had a good recipe last year for your own kind of cheese dip. You're making your own Velveeta cheese sauce at home.
0: I mean, I just make cheese sauce, right? Yeah. Where you just do a roux and then you melt cheese into that's it. That's right. Yeah. I remember it was Port a Port salute recipe. is kind of my jam for when I do it on... So mine is like a white cheese sauce. Port salute is a French cheese that's a little bit processed, that's a little more like your French version. Yeah, like, that's as close as the French is going to get to Velveeta. <laughs> um, and then they just sort of, you know... Have this sort of, uh, it's just creamy, yummy. It goes right on your chips.
1: Delicious consistency. Yeah. How about um, someone brings olive olive roll wraps. This is Jan. And Jan sent us a picture, which just warmed my heart, of these little, they look like eyeballs, like yeah. at the Halloween yeah. time, wrapped in little uh, ham, cream cheese. Perhaps it's pastrami, but they look delicious. Yeah. Um, pickle wraps are the first thing to go on the table. Cream cheese seasoned with roasted garlic and a pinch of white pepper. And then wrapped up uh, with pastrami. Yeah. Delicious. I like those. We have a lot more like cream cheese, green olives. and Cream cheese is this the the This is king king why they're sold the out at hy of cream cheese. Because well, every recipe had cream cheese in it.
0: I think it's also why Philly cream cheese is at Lund's and Barley's for 3 for $5. Because it's, it's like a high, it's moving, it's moving fast.
1: Here's a recipe that if you're right now, I'm not an appetizer person. I'm terrible with appetizers. Here's a recipe right now you can do. You go buy puff pastry, the frozen pepperidge farm kind, okay? Mm-hmm. Then you get pesto. You can buy it. You don't have to make it. You roll out your puff pastry. You spread some pesto on it. You roll it up. And you the way you roll it up is you take, like, on the right-hand side and the left-hand side, and you flip it over, and you keep flipping it until you have, like, a roll, right? Yeah. Then you cut it. And you could do it the other way, too. You cut it and it makes pinwheels. Yeah. That you cook, you bake in the oven. This is Pesto a old, pinwheels. Yeah, it's an old uh, barefoot contessa recipe. You don't have to make one thing, you just have to assemble yeah. and cut.
0: Somebody brought uh, to our office party. We had a little we always have a little editorial potluck at sure. the end of the season and we uh my friend Drew, he brought um he brought buffalo chicken dip. And then here's the kicker, guys. You have to buy a box of chicken and a biscuit to serve with. It is literally one of those moments you're like, I will put all my food pretenses away. I will tuck all my dauphinois and foie gras and everything else. And I will sit and I will eat a my body weight in chicken and a biscuit dipped in chicken dip. Buffalo chicken. Dip. Okay. That is chicken a moment in a biscuit. I haven't had
1: that since like seventh grade. Right. Uh, well, I know, but
0: you can, and they're at Kowalski's. <laughs> we've both found them at Kowalski's. Here's what I want to tell you. This was the biggest tip. And we've said this many, many times, but I put it into play two weekends ago or okay. last weekend, which is I went to either arcs value village. I went to goodwill. I went to a thrift shop. I bought two different vessels. Both of them each to, for a different party. Pickle Dip was going into one. To Jason Matheson's house I brought this beautiful cut glass bowl with a sterling silver rim that I got for $5. And I loaded it with Pickle Dip and I left it there. Yeah, isn't that the best idea? I left it there, you guys. And then the second party I was going to um, was, so I've never been to their house so I thought, but they're kind of cool people. Yeah, So I bought a giant ch- China, China uh, soup tureen. And that had like all these grandma flowers that had little gold edging on it. For $4 and I loaded that sucker up with pickle dip and I brought it. And I was like, that's yours now. Have a nice day. <laughs> yeah, it's such a great idea it if is, you're going to a you, potluck you to don't go have thrift
1: to, it first.
0: Yeah, and you don't have to wash it out. You don't have to wait around. You don't have to do that awkward thing like, uh, do you guys want the rest of this or do you want me to take? I hate all that. Just yeah. Leave it. And, and go. if you're like they have
1: Pyrex up the wazoo at any of your favorite thrift stores. So yeah. even if you're buying those like metal tins, don't. Yeah. Just get go get a little Pyrex tin and leave that. Yeah. They're not
0: expensive. There was a couple great mixing bowls that were I thought I would buy it at uh, Goodwill that were like really nice ones.
1: Yeah. Excellent, excellent idea. Um, are we Is it time we got one more? Yep. Here's one more idea that Callie submitted, and I liked this one. It was udon noodles, and you could even do this with spaghetti noodles or whatever noodles you want. And it had sesame oil, sesame seeds, scallions, and soy sauce or Bragg's aminos. And she just tosses it up. Yeah. You could even add a little peanut butter, perhaps. Yeah. And then you have a little peanutty noodles. Don't use
0: the sugar peanut butter when you do that, by the way. Yeah. No, just, just use the natural. natural kind. peanut butter. But, All right. Oh, and here's
1: one more. Oh, one more. This is Lisa's. Lentils. So you buy the, refrigerator, the lentils already done, right? Mm. That are already cooked at Trader Joe's or anywhere. Mm. Then you mix them with feta and you make a bruschetta. And you put that on your little toasts, and then hit it with a little
0: chives. You can make lentils, by the way, in your instant pot in the flash. Yeah. So if super you're worried, quick. like if you just want to make them and not buy them, you can do that in a flash.
1: This reminds me, I might have to tell you in the next break about my potential instant pot fail. <gasps> hasn't happened yet, but I am having a bad feeling, and I want to get your
0: feedback. Okay. Well, well, guess what, guys? We are going to take a quick break, but when we do come back, it is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. So feel free to give us a call at 651-641-1071 and tell us about. Uh, all of your feast needs or anything Questions, that you've got going on. things ideas, hostess gifts. Just don't give them soap, ladies. That's right. No soap. This is a no soap show. We'll be right back. Hi! everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us. This is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. So if you're baking cookies, if you are you know, thinking about heading out to grocery shop and you have a couple questions, give us a call, 651-641-1071. And of course, you can always hit us up on the socials if you need to. We do have a call. We have Chris on the line. What's Hi, go- Chris. What's going on, Chris? Well, yes, I'm, I'm baking like we do, and
3: it reminds me every year uh, as I'm buying lots and lots of brown sugar to make caramel corn, etc. is there like a scandal or a scam going on? There's like brown sugar, and then there's white sugar masquerading as brown sugar. Do you <laughs> what know what you I mean? What <laughs> you so You've never run across this. Okay, so the the cane sugar, if you look at the ingredients, it's brown sugar, and if you look at everything else, it's white sugar and molasses. And that has to affect baking, right?
0: It doesn't, actually, because molasses is is kind of just a sugar, too. So brown sugar is just... I mean, brown sugar and white sugar are basically interchangeable. I mean, you're going to get a different flavor profile, but it's not going to affect any of the science of baking, if that's what you're wondering.
3: Well, because the texture, though, seems totally different because the, uh, what I say, authentic brown sugar is much finer than... So there's
0: natural sugar. Is that what you're thinking? The brown sugar, like the natural sugars, like the demerara? No,
3: it's just the the, the CNH, um, the stuff from Hawaii. c h yeah. CNH is actual. The only ingredient is brown sugar, and every other package I look at says white sugar and molasses.
0: I wonder if brown sugar is white sugar yeah. and some and a molasses thing, but because molasses is technically a sugar too, I think maybe CNH doesn't have to label it at that, and so then they they don't since they're not they don't have to. Maybe they don't. I think we need an investigation.
1: I'm, this okay, can I just laugh that you said sugar from Hawaii because that means you were CNH. Pure cane sugar, sugar from Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs>
2: Sweet
0: Hawaii. <laughs> Throw, Throw it, it in the sun. sun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's,
0: apparently it's true. Apparently. <laughs> All right, we're I'm gonna right gonna have... I'm going to read something from Nutrition Facts. Brown sugar okay. is a sucrose sugar product with a distinctive brown color due to the presence of molasses. It is either an unrefined or partially refined soft sugar consisting of sugar crystals with some residual molasses content, or it is produced by the addition of molasses to refined white sugar. So okay. I bet the one that doesn't have it listed, it just has residual molasses content, and the mm-hmm. one that is added is got addition of molasses.
3: Okay. There it is. Well- I just want transparency in baking.
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> just looking for simplicity in my baking. Thank you for calling in. God, that Chris, was you're the best. are awesome. the best. Thanks.
1: All right, we- 651-641-1071. We
2: also have Kate on the line. Hi, Kate. Kate? Hey, good morning. I have a couple of things. I was recently talking to my dad and saying that I wished I had paid more attention to how my grandmother baked bread when I was a kid because we don't have any of her recipes. Yeah, yeah. And that led to a whole conversation about some things that he remembered that she made, and one of them was a Sicilian street food called arancini. Yeah, and it's a deep-fried um, risotto. So we're digging a recipe out that we think is close, and we're going to try that. But I'm uh, sitting at home right now, listening to this show, and handwriting a bunch of recipes for my kids so that smart. We don't lose it. So. And then the other question I had is, we were going to go to Alburito Mercado to get some tamales for a Christmas Eve dinner, and I've never done that before. And what would you recommend serving with them? Oh, oh, I'm an
1: expert here because yeah, I go there all the time. So you go and you get your big bag. Then they have um, d- different kinds of uh, they have different kinds of rice. They have like a plain Mexican rice. They have a Mexican rice with vegetables added. Then you want to get some beans. They've got black pinto. And then you get chips and you get a bunch of salsas. I also really love their jalapeno. They're in the deli section. Their jalapenos are stuffed with cream cheese and wrapped with bacon. Oh, and yum. They're mm-hmm. they're incredible. Like yeah. I brought them to the cookie exchange and everyone was like, what are these things? So that's what I would serve.
2: That sounds perfect. Now, do they have um, vegetarian tomato types? And then what are your recommendations for cooking? I'll let you go.
1: They do have um, uh, tamales that are made with corn and mushrooms, so they do have a vegetarian option. And how to cook them, I usually just heat them up in the microwave, or if I'm doing a lot, I'll put them in either an Instant Pot or a slow cooker with a little bit of water.
0: Somebody asked okay. about, I thought the Instant Pot would get too hot. No, so it doesn't. It doesn't? Okay, yeah. Because that was my worry, because I think that it, because it obviously goes to such a high temp yeah, so fast.
1: Yeah, I just would do it for like two minutes.
0: Okay and awesome. then you're
1: just basically heating up the inside of the pan and then I just turn it on after I've heated it up yep. and got them hot then I just put it on slow cooker style.
2: Well thanks so much guys. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Merry
0: Christmas to you too. Thank you. We did have a caller who called or uh, someone who sent us a note and she said she's going to, it's uh, it's Mary and she said she's going to be preparing an eight pound prime rib on Christmas day. It'll be her Fun. first time. Can you oh, please give, I know. give me a link to your recipe or tell me how you do it. She said it's really simple. I'll listen to your show while I bake cookies. Uh, so if you want to add me, okay, so so good luck on the cookies. Um, I'm going to tell you that an eight pound prime rib, you need to think about doing that reverse sear that I did with the yeah. lamb. And that's kind of the way that we both like it because if you want something that's a little bit medium rare you know you don't want well done prime rib and you also don't want that like that gray, gray crust. yeah the gray crust that kind of leaks in on the edge when you overcook it so <clears throat> what you kind of want to think about doing especially with an eight pounder is you want to get it oh we're going to put that up on the, the reverse here is just low and slow take it out put it back in under super hot things so we're going to put a thing up to that we'll be right back you guys This we're going to have to take a break we'll come back and we'll answer more questions this is the weekly dish.
3: This is a summer to stay connected locally from the pandemic to protest to the upcoming election. There is so much information to take in. And on pod MN, you can access hundreds of Minnesota made podcasts on one app, current events, health information, political talk. Plus you'll find podcasts about sports, true crime, and more pod MN also comes with listener rewards. In July, you can win gift cards to local restaurants, shops, and more just for listening. Download pod MN on your phone's app store or learn more by visiting podmn.com. Minnesota pod Podcasts live here.